welcome to a special Cyberpunk 2077 Breakdown episode of Story Mode, a video game podcast, the official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com, brought to you by Fan Critical. I am your chief hacker. Yeah, fuck yeah, Cyberpunk guys, Jesse, and I'm joined by Street Kid, playing football, football, if you will, in the streets, Simon, and Keelan, kicking rocks. Living in 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 the in the in the in the desert, I don't I don't know what nomads do in the game. <laughs> Keelan Simpson, my toilet is is uh, solar powered. Oh, nice. That's that's not even in the game. That's just no no. That's real life. Yeah. Mm, well, nice. <laughs> what what game are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Games? <laughs> Whenever I see the whole outside, like what outside of Night City, what's it called? Like the, the Outlands, the Badlands, the Mad Max level. I don't know what it's fucking called, but it makes me want to play Abe's Odyssey. Really? Why? I'm a complex man. And if you listen to this, you can play Guess by now. We're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 2077, the the cultural event that is Cyberpunk 2077. Now, heads up, from That's here on, there will be. Some spoilers. We're not going to try and spoil too much when none of us are particularly deep into the game, and you'll hear why. Um, but if you want to go in completely blind, um, I don't know, keep listening, but put us on mute because then we'll still get the full download. Help us out, you know what I mean? Now, let's get straight into it. This game came out on every fucking console but Switch. Good. What are we playing it on? Keelan, what are you playing it on? I am playing it on my PC. Now, how would you rate your PC? Are you like super high end? Are you running nine, Windows ninety eight? What? Where? where I are would you? I would call it a mid, a high mid range PC. Right. Yeah. And how long have you played it for? And what life path have you taken? I've not played it for very long. I've played it for eleven and a half hours, and I was uh, a nomad. I started out in the the wastes and made my right. way inside. So you say it was? Are you done with the game? <laughs> That's we'll not, get to that. That's cool. not what I'm saying. No, there, okay. there's, there, there is more commentary, but there's a reason okay. I use the word was, right. but we'll get to it. Simon, uh, what are you playing on? I'm playing it on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing it on PC as well. See, you have to say Switch because you knew that Stadia is running the game kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, despite all odds, this is, I think, the first time in history uh, that the Stadia has actually been I'm a viable option. It. I am warming to that. Sorry, so you're playing on PC, right? Yes. High end, low end, mid tier. Mid mid tier, definitely. Mid tier. Cool. And how long do you reckon you put into it and what life path have you taken? Um, according to my GOG account, I have played five hours. Um, Fair enough. A, li- a little bit over five hours. Um, oh, sorry. No, co- correction. Six and a half hours exactly. And what life path did you take? Uh, street kit. Started off street as a street kit. Well, I'm playing on the uh, Series X. Uh, went went in as a corpo, and I probably put, put phew, twelve to thirteen hours in the top of my head. I also have tribes out on the PS4. We'll get to that. Um, when the game came out, my my partner loves um, shitty Bethesda games. She loves their Fallout that were all janky and Skyrim when it's broken. So I, I saw the reviews, I'm like, hey, she'll love this game. So I bought her a PlayStation copy of this. So we've got both copies in this house, a cursing at my dwelling. Um, which kind of answers my next question a little bit for myself, at least. Simon, are you enjoying it? Just a real quick answer in a sentence. Are you enjoying the game? Kind of. 
Yep. Fair enough. Keelan? Yes. I am leaning towards a no. That's fair. But that's, that's not to say I'm going to stop playing it, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, I, have, I have a problem, I guess. So we're going to go through the, the good, the bad, and the buggy. Yes, that's a pretty funny pun um, of this game. But before we jump into the good, because, hey, not enough people are talking about the good. The game does have some good and redeeming qualities. I just want to start this off with a bit of a, a quote or a tweet that I found funny. So back in 2018, a Twitter user asked the uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, 2077 Twitter account, will there be memes in the game? To which the cat responded, the whole game is going to be a meme. I love that. Just in retrospect. Oh, how right you were. <laughs> nailed it, buddy. You nailed it. So, let's start with the good. And I'm going I'm to jump straight into it. The graphics. This game is utterly gorgeous. And this is running on a Series uh, ser- series X. I am so excited to see how games can look. If, if a broken game can look this good. I'm excited in a year's time we get some you know, more polished and finished games how they're going to look because some of the textures, especially the textures in this game, like on different surfaces, on walls, um, wallpapers, you could actually, oh, oh, they're just so, there is a wall texture in Lizzie's bar. Okay. And I'm, I know very, this is very specific. When you go around the back near where the lockers are, there is a texture on the wall that part almost felt part shiny because Cyberpunk, everything's shiny, I guess. And just by looking at it and the way the light bounces off everything on a Series X looks mind-blowingly gorgeous. I imagine on PC for you guys, this game's looking even better. I don't think mine is looking that good. Oh, What's up? In all honesty. Um, well, because I've gone to optimize frame rate over graphical fidelity. Ah, okay. So I'm playing, on, I'm playing with uh, graphical fidelity. Yeah, I've gone. Yeah. I've gone very much the intention of I want to get as close to sixty or, you know, whatever's the most consistent as I can. So I've gotten I've gone for medium graphics with a couple of other things tweaked. Um, so overall, it doesn't look phenomenal for me, but it does definitely look good, especially when it comes to close-ups with character faces. I've noticed and the characters that are very, very some good. of the characters are fucking gorgeous, like Judy. Ah, oh, Judy and um, Evelyn. <laughs> oh, First yeah. time I saw Evelyn, I was on Discord to a couple of friends and went, oh my God, she's beautiful. I want her. Yeah, I'm in love with a few of the characters. I'm going to be honest here. Keelan, you're, you're, you're running this with pretty high spec. Um, yeah, so I'm running it, okay, for the computer graphics nerds out there at 1440p on ultra settings, everything maxed. Oh, nice. um, it's running surprisingly well, um, all things considered. Um, at about, you know, 60 to 70 around there with the occasional dips under, but I've got a, a variable refresh rate screen, um, one of those free sync screens. So it kind of smooths out any frame drops I have. It's running well. Um, but the, the, the thing about this game and I can't stop doing it. And it's probably the reason that I have only just finished the first like section of the game. I stop and I turn ray tracing on at every opportunity I get. And yeah. I'm just continually blown away by what this game looks like. It's freaking ridiculous. Guys, this is what games of the future are going to look like. All of them. It's amazing. Not perform like, but look like. <laughs> look like. I mean, I was, I was watching a video of um, 
uh, Paris and Andy Cortez, they were running, these guys are involved with like, kind of funny stuff, they were running um, Cyberpunk on really high-end PCs, like 3090s and stuff like that. And it looks mind-blowing. I've never seen a game look this good. It's crazy. And the world definitely leads into it. A lot of, like, chrome and the floor's always wet because it apparently always rains, even though you never see it rain. Um, the way lights reflect, reflect um, reflecting of everything, your neon lights, um, shot, you know, coming off like different chrome pieces on people's clothing and stuff like that. This game is meant to look beautiful, and it does. Mm-hmm. I've seen it rain plenty of times, man. Come on, maybe it's the Xbox doesn't on, rain. Man. Doesn't rain the Xbox. <laughs> maybe that's what we get. Um, we'll get to how it looks on on uh, I guess last gen consoles shortly. Like I said before, we do have a section for the buggy stuff. Um, Moving on. Now, I put soundtrack here because, let's face it, I struggled a little bit to put stuff in the good category. Um, a lot of the soundtrack, you've got, um, uh, shit, what's that band that is playing Samurai in the, in the game? The Refuse, Refuse. Sam- as a Samurai, got Grimes or Grimsy as we call her, uh, Run the Jewels. The soundtrack is great. Accessing the soundtrack I'm finding really tricky because... There's no clarity of what song's being played when you're driving around your fucking car. Yeah. I love that when you're driving around, you can pause it and you can go through your stations. Cool. Can you tell me who I'm listening to? Yes. I, um, I was sort of listening to one of the stations in the car and I'm like, this sounds like Rihanna. This sounds like her, but it can't be Rihanna. Like, that's a huge artist for them to have just, you know, in this random in there, game. Yeah. But no, it is Rihanna. And oh, I sure. feel like you should you should well, well. advertise this a little yeah. bit more, guys. Like, like, yeah. For one, advertising, you, you, you paid for these big names. So, like, tell us about it. Like, yeah, brag. GTA does that. I love it when it does that. Yeah. Hell, yeah, I got excited when I saw in um, Watch Dogs 1 that the audition were in it. I'm like, hell's yeah. The audition. My boy. My pop punk boy. Mr. Crumbie. Just quickly. To the side, like, you said something that I found really interesting. Uh, I think it's not going to be the first time that we hear that comparison uh, with the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting that you say that, and a mm. very easy comparison to make. Very, very but easy also comparison, and not, not the one a comparison, I to make. not one you should be making at all if you want to enjoy this game. Um, at least in my experience, oh, we'll get to that. But maybe they shouldn't have advertised like that. Yeah. Um, but also with just going back to the soundtrack, so you got these really big names, but also a really cool name way to get out smaller known acts. There's a bunch of artists I've, I've listened on the, in the car. I'm like. I would have no clue who this is. I want to know who this is. I can go listen to them on Spotify. <laughs> Give them my patrons. Listen mm. to their, their discography. It's a cool way to get to know new bands. I you know, got to know a lot of bands when I was, especially like in my teen years, from games like, you know, Burnout and stuff like that. Need mm. speed. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a uh, missed opportunity here. Easily patched in. And well, there's, there's a lot of patching to come. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> we'll hopefully hear a little bit more about patching as we go along crossed. the conversation. Um, Night City itself. It's huge. It's diverse. It's rich. Uh, I feel like everywhere I go, there is something new. This is a bit of a double-edged sword, though. Because I feel like there's a lot going on. I see, I see a bunch of activities... But it's almost like when you look into anything for longer than a second, you, it falls apart. If you're driving past stuff, it looks great. You see people going into different buildings, little alcoves, little like I, I went into an area where I moved this piece of metal out of the way 
and I walked in and it was like a like a a little night market, a little the night noodle market in Melbourne. It was really, really cool. Mm. I just wanted to chill there, but you go in there's like, can you order food? No. Is anyone really eating? No. Is everyone walking around just individual? There's no like couples or groups. Okay. Yeah. When people when gangsters just see me, do they want to fight me straight away? Okay, that's annoying. There's a there's a bit of the you know. It- <laughs> You have this amazing detailed world, and it is, and they've gone to the effort of placing all these NPCs behind the food food stalls, and they're standing there with the spatulas and shit, and they're looking at you like, another fucking weasel, and you're like, okay, I've heard this voice line like 60 Plus, times now, can you stop this shit? Do you want to um, buy this fucking roll that you're making or not? Like, I've just it, stood in front of you and you just call me a fucking weasel. There's so Mate. many like good things and you go in and you look, I, I walk into this alley and I'm like, oh, holy shit. Look at the reflections and all the stuff that's happening over here. You feel like you're in the middle of some, like you actually feel like you're in the middle of a futuristic city. Yeah. And then you try and do anything other than walk through it. <sighs> it's, it it's a world, I find like Night City is most impressive when you keep moving. Because the moment mm. you stop, and you, you go to smell the roses and they don't smell great. <laughs> it just it, everything falls it's, apart the moment I, I yeah, stop it's more that they don't have a smell at all so yeah they glitch <laughs> yeah. out of existence um yeah just this is it's a small thing to, to be annoyed about and we'll get to some of the issues with uh crowd AI in this game but do you notice that everyone walks around by themselves yes. even kids no yes. they don't no not at all oh. They don't walk oh, around. Oh, the kids. Oh. Hold on, Jesse. The kids walk around armed um, to the teeth. They are almost always carrying some kind of firearm. Uh, secondly, <laughs> I've seen people walk around in pairs before. The exact same NPC, <laughs> multiple <laughs> copies of them. Okay, they don't walk around alone. Damn you! They're followed by their shadows. Yeah, I actually, I've, I've seen uh, a bunch of um, glitch compilations, and one of my favorite ones is you see this woman in purple and blue, and she walks past you, and then you turn around and there's like eight of her. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminded me of back on um, San Andreas when it first released. Um, oh, no, sorry, sorry, GTA Five when it was first released. There was a glitch that it would happen where you had to have like lines of seven of the same car just following yeah. each other around. It's mm. it's that, um, yeah. but you know, Rockstar solved that. Fortunately, like ten years ago. <laughs> to to be honest, I haven't seen that since launch day. So. Um. Fingers crossed could it's not a thing anymore. Could have been the part of that day one patch. Um, and just moving on to my, my, personally, my last good point, and it's a complex one. Storytelling. To a degree, the story has its moments. Now, again, like I said from the start, there could be minor spoilers here. If you don't want spoilers, tune out now. When Jackie dies... That got me good because I he really dies? liked him. Oh no! Oh, what? That really messed me up. Man. Yeah, that was a that was a excellently told piece of 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 story. Um, while I was going through that, I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, you know. Um, I want I want to shout out to that montage at the beginning of the game. Yes. Oh, that was cool as shit! Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's all rendered in engine. I don't know how they do those cuts. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. But that's awesome. And that I understand they're trying to get that to do a lot of the heavy lifting and building the relationship between you and Jackie. 
and it kind of worked. Like yeah. it surprisingly well. Because uh, one of my most annoying things, like I love Jackie. I think the relationship between um actually that's something I didn't ask you guys. You playing as male or female V? Male. I'm playing as male, and I regret that decision every passing hour. I hate his voice. I I, I learned my lesson with um Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Female character every single time. Um, so I'm playing as a female V. So I I I really like the bond between V and um. Uh, Jackie, but it's just when you start the game, it's already there. It's very established. And this is like playing as a corpo. I'm like, hold up. Why am I so close to this guy? And why he is he so to close be, to you? Like, he yeah, like, would hate you. It doesn't like a very smart decision for him to be involved with me because corpos are bad. I shouldn't, for my career's sake, I shouldn't be involved with him in any way. Like, why am I just going down to the bar and grabbing a drink with him as when I'm about to do a mission? As a street kid, his relationship makes a lot of sense this is why i come back to because i feel like he definitely feels like he would lean more probably street kid i imagine would be the number one sort of life path to form a bond with him from 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 things that i've been told from other people and from some of the dialogue that i've experienced it seems like street kid was made first street kid was designed first that and Jackie sense. was placed in during that point. And then this, they went, oh, yeah, but what if we did Corpo and Nomad? Shit, how are we going to get Jackie to work? Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll wing it. That okay. makes a lot of they sense. Did, honestly, the, the Nomad thing is pretty good. The way that they do that, you kind of meet Jackie to do a job. He comes from the city out to out into the sticks and um, you meet him, you do the job, the job goes south. Um, you go through this harrowing thing together and then you find out what it is you were doing and it's something kind of comedic and you kind of bond over that. It it, it works out really, really well. I think that it was good. As a uh, corporate, so fucking, street, it's literal, it's literal garbage as a corporate. Literal garbage. You basically start off the game chatting to a bartender and he's like, hey man, like I'm in a lot of trouble. And you're like, fuck's sake, dude, not again. He's like, yeah, can you like help me out here? The guy that I'm in debt to is upstairs sure so you go upstairs and you chat to this guy and you're like come on man like let him off you know he'll be good for the money it just takes a bit of time business has been slow and he's like mm, nah not going to however you can do a job for me and i'll consider it square how about that you go yeah sure why not and basically it's go steal this car so you go to this car park and you go to steal this car and as you sit down ready to steal the car jackie pulls you out of the car and is like Nah, buddy, that's my ride now. He's like, and you're like, whoa, 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 hang on. And then this corpo shows up and a couple of police officers show up and they're like, ah, well, now you're both fucking busted. And one of the police officers is actually supposedly from the same area that you and Jackie are from. And so initially, like, obviously to save face with the corpo dude, he's like, what do you want me to do with them, sir? And he's like, I don't care, just throw them in the fucking river. I don't give a shit. And so... The police officer and the rest of his squad throw you in the back of the boot and then, th- like, ditch you on the side of the road. They don't kill you. So you and Jackie sort of bond over that, and you're like, oh, man, I thought we were done for. And Jackie's like, nah, nah, I don't think he would have done that to us. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, that officer's from the neighborhood, so he knows us, and he hates the corpos as much as we do. So I guess you're right. And you're like, yeah. Hey, I'm hungry. Do you want lunch? And so he go around to his mum's for lunch. It's like, I've known you for 10 minutes and you're inviting me around for lunch with your mum. This is great. And I, I loved that interaction because I thought it was, yes, it was As, silly, but I thought it was very, it felt very natural. 
in its so own get, silly it way. It sounds like Nomad and Stray Kid are miles ahead of... As a corporate, yeah. it's like, so you get a really, really complex job. Oh, no, I don't want to do this complex job because they know I'm going to double-cross them. Better go have a drink with Jackie. <laughs> hey, Jackie, I'm doing this mission. I'm going to tell you in front of everyone. Oh, no, now they've busted me. We'll have shots. <laughs> That's basically it. it was Street fucked. thug Jackie and me, corporate rat, disgusting yeah. human being. I was a okay. corpo for like, yeah, like three minutes. I was super disappointed because I thought- I've, I've heard that, yeah. Uh, it, it, the way it was advertised, like, hey, as a corpo, you're going to be in this like, you know, high risk world of espionage and stuff like that. I, I'll continue for a little bit and it was kind of like a lot of risk versus reward. Harder missions, probably more stealth. Um, with better rewards you'd come out of it because obviously at one point the stories all three life paths need to merge into a cohesive story at some point I'm like okay it can be a lot harder for me to get to that point but I hopefully will get to that point with some better weapons and I, I, I just had a feeling it didn't lean a bit more stealth than it did it just didn't <laughs> but mm. with that let's let's move into into the bad um, and brought up weapons before the weapons are f- Look, I think the combat in this game sucks so bad. I disagree with you vehemently. I think it's a big step above a lot of other shooters um, in similar genres. This is a game like Fallout 4. um, And it's shooting, it's combat mechanics are 10 times better than Fallout 4. And I'm going to be be straight down the middle. I neither love nor hate the combat. I think aspects of it are fucking great. I think other aspects of it are dog shit. Let's not... I'm not comparing it to anything else because other games are other games. They came out years ago. They're going to be better. They're going to be worse. They're going to have different aspects. They're going to be trying to do different things. Fallout 4, to me at least, was never really marketed as a shooter. Whereas this game, I think that a lot of the expectations game stem from real poorly directed marketing but they really focus on the weaponry and the combat in this game um just comparing it to just shooting mechanics in general all the guns feel the same they are all pea shooters i i find these enemies you can just take shotgun shell after shotgun shell to the temple and they are not going down what's the point give me a stealth pistol if i can't take down anybody with one shot because you shoot them and they automatically see you, everyone's alerted. What's the point of giving me that weapon? The grenades, it's really unclear what the grenades do, and something between them is a bit of a chore. Something between your weapons, because you have three weapons registered at one time, is a chore. You go into the menu screen, you go into inventory. It doesn't seem the most cohesive what do you, method. What do you mean, wait, you mean in combat? Uh, no, no, no. Like I, you, you swap around your weapons a fair bit. So not in combat. In combat, you're pressing... Why? I'm learning Xbox. I'm learning Xbox control. I just find it really annoying. Um, the the hacking is just what I, I yeah, want to play really that. stealthy this game. So I want to hack a lot. And when I think of you know cyberpunk hacking to get through, I think of Deus Ex, and Deus Ex does the hacking mechanic leagues better than this. I don't know what everything does. What what the fuck is breach protocol? I don't know, but it costs me nothing. Nothing off RAM? What? Where do I get this RAM from? <laughs> like, I don't understand it. Sometimes stuff works. Sometimes it doesn't. Oh, no, I'm on fire all the time for some reason because somebody hacked me. How do I find out who hacked me? Oh, you need a perk that you're going to get later in the game, but you're going to be hacked a lot to start. 
Just let me have that fucking perk then. Oh, you can you can jack into the camera, but it's not real clear. Some cameras you can, some you can't. What? In in regards to the overheat, the hacking thing. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Why is that the only hack that the enemies ever do to you? Exactly. You can do like Did you can do a not bunch of things. Anything else? I, I I think you just answered your own question. I don't think they program anything else because you can do a few different things. Yes. You can like ruin like their optic sensors and short circuit them. Do that to me. Hack my gun. Like, is that a thing? Is that is that gonna happen in the game? I don't Guys, know. I honestly think that we have played so little of this game that we don't even know what else it has in store. That's fair, um, but then don't throw these things at the start. Give us options. It's it very. I'm 13 hours in, and I by now there should be a hint of some development in the combat, and there hasn't been. Like, you're not going to keep all your development of combat until 25 hours in. It makes it makes no sense because you're gonna lose people by then. You need I've to heard, see some progression, and I've seen I've that. heard that a lot of the development, uh, well, not development, but like the really interesting stuff you find towards the edges of the skill tree. So it really pays to specify in something and just pick an avenue and focus in on that, so you can get to those it's talents like saying, at the end. Yeah, oh, okay. I know you're going to complain about it, Jesse, but that doesn't make it bad. Hundred percent, You know, when something's like, hey, watch this TV bad. show. It gets good at episode twenty-eight. No, there's plenty of series like that. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to watch I'm going to go watch Goddamn would, Queen's Gambit. I would rather that um, as to as opposed to something that starts off really strong and then becomes shit very quickly. Well, um, like a lot of shows. I, I don't think it's picking one of Speaking of though. something that starts... Well, no, that is just complete shit. Um, the Wire? I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Um, one of the wires you can get for use, like, me. Oh, I think it's meant the show. The yeah. what? I thought you meant like the, we the show, the wire. I think you meant to talk shit on the wire. I'm, I'm like, like no. I'm like, don't talk shit about that. Apparently, one of the best shows ever made. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I meant in in Cyberpunk, one of the weapons. I think I think the weapons called like the, I want to say like the stealth wire or something. I can't remember what the fuck it's called, um, but it's completely pointless and doesn't do anything. Is it like a Garrett kind of thing? I honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I I just got a few of the Mel Mellow weapons, so I just got like the samurai sword and they're just OP as hell. And it's good because the AI, enemy AI is busted, you can just run into them and chop them to pieces. Um mm. it's great. So by the time Keelan, you're you like don't mind the combat for what it is, I guess for its place within the game. It's not the be all and end all. I'm playing with guns. I'm shooting things. It's interesting. The weapons are different. I found some cool ones so far. I can't complain for what it is. Like, I'm not playing the game specifically for the combat, but I don't hate the combat in the way that I hate the combat in other games. It's not a chore to get from point A to point B. It's fine. It's fun most of the yeah, time, I, in fact. I've the mono wire was the thing I was thinking of. The mono wire is completely useless. I think um, Kiel's and I, we're just seeing some different angles. I, I, I can't click with it. I find that it is preventing me wanting to go to some places where I know there's going to be a lot of enemies. Because I, like I said, I want to stealth through everything, and because I can't, I'm already kind of pissed off when I go into combat a little bit. It's like I don't want to be using your guns. If there was another way around enemies, and it wasn't too hard, and not not sorry, it can be hard, but made sense the stealth mechanics, and I could avoid combat, then I wouldn't be so harsh in the combat. But because I feel like the game gives me one option to get through a crowd, and I don't love how to execute it. But moving on mm. to. Um, I said the I like Night City. I also hate Night City. Um, basically, for what we brought um, brought up before, so the world is like very rich, 
but very shallow. So when you sort of stop and you look around, it's all uh, a, a bit shit. But I also want to bring up the fact that there are um, area walls. And you can't go into certain areas inside the game. You can't go onto, you know, your next sort of island. The the whole city is broken up into islands and sorts of bridges. You can't go to the next one. And that feels so archaic. Mm, Did yeah, anyone else run into that? Like, you start the city, it's like, hey, your night city is yours to explore. Fuck yeah, badass, cyberpunk. Don't go over that bridge, though. And there's no reason for it. It's like you go there and there's, like, cops and it's like, fuck off. This place is on lockdown. I can handle that. That's fine. Like, it has a narrative purpose in it. And you assume you do a mission, you'd find out what's happening, you try and solve that issue, and you cross the bridge. Okay, cool. But no, you drive a bridge, the screen goes all glitchy. This time on purpose, sometimes it can be hard to tell. The screen goes all glitchy, and then it resets, and your car's facing back towards the way you came. Are are you... It's 2020, are you fucking me that this is in the game? That was, like, one of the breaking points in the game for me, because I'm like... I'm going to try and explore Night City and try and enjoy it for what it is. And I hit that, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up a moment. This is fucked like that bad. I haven't tried yeah. to explore much at all. Um, I I don't know what it is, but thus far, I really haven't enjoyed driving at all. Hmm. I, I find the driving either. awkward. I find it clunky. I find... Are you driving I, first person or third person? Third. Because <laughs> I tried driving first person because I didn't know you could change. And holy shit. Yeah. It's like I was like 12 bottles of wine down. I'm Jesse, just crashing um, into people all the time. So what bad. you brought up is interesting because, again, you're trying to play this game like GTA. Um, and I'm pretty certain a lot of um, older game design, they did lock you out of areas. Yeah, 100%. The Witcher, the Witcher 3, they locked you out of areas until you completed the first section. Um and I think they're just continuing on with that. I don't see that as a problem. I I, 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 I do. It's okay. I'm, I'm it not shouldn't playing, be named I'm not. I'm not playing it like Grand Theft Auto. I'm playing it like The Witcher Three. Just, but the thing is, like the game can't like RPG. that's that's all well and good. But we're not talking about the individual. We're talking about players as a whole. And you got to admit, this game was sometimes advertised as a very GTA. A lot of action. Mm. You know, be your own character, explore the world, drive fast cars, shoot big guns, kind of thing. It was definitely yeah. try. They try to get that same sort of uh, acceleration as people get from GTA. So when people play like that and they don't play it kind of slowly, which is sort of against how they were pushing the game, they're going to run the wall. Just because games are in the past doesn't mean it's still a good feature. If The Witcher Three came out tomorrow and they had that, I would complain about it because, sure, that's a that is I, uh, I something from not, the past I, that was there for technical I, limitations a lot of the time as well. I they don't have disagree. that now. Absolutely, they don't have that now. It's not technical limitations. It's that this game is made up of a bunch of different systems that are difficult to learn, especially for someone who's never played an RPG before, which a lot of people who are coming into this game thinking it's GTA, um, they will struggle with. So instead, you cordon them off and you say, this is what you can access right now. And then once you hit a certain point in the story, then you can continue on. Ghost of Tsushima did that. They lock you off to the second island. But there was a narrative reason for it. There was a, hey, yeah, they're blocking us off. There's it's a narrative here, there's reason nothing. in Cyberpunk 2. There's a lockdown. They mention it. But then why don't you show, rather than me gl- like glitching and getting the car turned around automatically, show a roadblock. Show something yeah, there. I agree like, with that. Have something physical there. It, it just doesn't seem right. And literally, they say, go explore Night City. 
It should be, hey, go explore the Sunny Battle Night City. Enjoy. <laughs> the training was still on. Like, have me want to be in the first area because the rest of it's too hard. So, you know, some games like, hey, you can go anywhere, but good luck. Say, uh, example of Miles, Breath of the Wild. I know, a completely different game. But it's like, hey, you can go straight to the castle, but you're going to get fucked up. So it's going to be in your best interest not to. But in a really natural way, it, it directs you. Same yeah, but I mean, I, I guess, I, sorry, I'd I, I sort of, uh, again, I'm sort of falling middle of the aisle here um, because I don't feel like, if you want to explore just for the sake of exploration, I feel like you should be able to do that. You can't interact with anything else there. Like you can't start any side missions. You can't, you know, kick off anything important whilst you're in the, these new areas that are currently cornered off. Um but I don't feel like you should be restricted from just going out and exploring and seeing the sites. Because that's one thing I love about a game like Spider-Man, for example, is that, yes, you've got the entirety of New York. And, yeah, there isn't really a sort of, like, cornered-off progression system to it. But you have the ability to go around and explore at your own pace as you want and do what it is that you want to do. And I feel like exploration, just for exploration's sake, should be enabled. And I don't like that that's blocked off. However, I understand why it is. But I, I just think, feel I feel like there's probably a better way of better handling way the to system it, yeah. overall. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I feel just like found that with a lot of cyberpunk, to be fair. I'd like to point of- out as well that the cyberpunk, all the side quests, all the quests, in fact, have level, like ideal levels you should be doing it on. Yes. So yeah. uh, that's, that's why they've done it. It's the same thing as The Witcher 3. It seemed to work pretty well in that thing they throw a different level of challenge out at you depending on which side quest you're going to be doing what level it's assigned to so i don't know i i don't I, see that as a bad thing but i understand I, why you guys think that yeah just that didn't click is, for me like yeah, again when the witcher came that. out all games doing it but a lot of time there's been a lot of time a lot of water the bridges so. I, I, I don't I, I don't agree that it's a time thing i think it's i think it's a gameplay mechanic and yeah. it's designed it's designed to guide you to put like, I mean, like you said, you and to to send you in a direction in a giant open world game, they can do that really easy. You, you said it yourself. Have... You said it yourself. Missions have levels, right? Like level, yeah. like you can only do this mission at this level, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you go and stay in a, a different corner of the map when you can't do any missions? You can only do so much there. That's how they direct you. Give you all your active missions within a certain area, but you can explore everywhere else. But you're gonna die. So start doing these missions. You get get your money. You you're over in the harder areas. Stuff's more expensive. We're gonna get money from do these missions. There's always way they can direct you back there, and games have done that now. I feel like there's oh. also narrative implications for that as well, um, because you can start saying, um, you can assume that a player has moved through a certain amount of story missions or side missions in order to get into this next area. Then you can call back to that, or you can use similar mechanics to sort of. Uh, say hey you did this in this boss battle in this last area we're going to do something different uh similar here but add a different element into it as well so but, i think there's plenty of reasons to do that but I, yes. okay like i said i get it yeah I, I, and I, I agree with i absolutely agree with certain parts of what you were saying there kills but there's another thing that i just want to break down which is as a street kid it's implied that you've lived and been in the, in in the game not in life <laughs> um like you've lived and been in night city almost your entire life and yet there will be certain times when someone will will say like, "Oh, have you ever checked out that place at you know whatever section of Night City? Have you ever and been to Seven Eleven? It's fucking crazy." And it's like, "Ah, oh, no, I've never had the chance to be there." It's like, 
sorry, but hang on. If you if you've not lived in a place for your almost your entire life, surely you would have explored the majority of it, and uh, you don't get nah, anything. To be fair, I've lived in Melbourne my whole whole life, and I've barely been anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, look, there's, <laughs> a, there's an exception in this case. Right? I'm weird. Okay, let's move on to the next there's point. Some... We'll get on that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, representation in the game. We're not going to go into this too deep because we've mentioned it before. But there are some pretty big issues that a lot of people who probably have uh, more important voices than us, definitely have more important voices than us, have brought up in regards to the game's representation of like the LGBTQ community, trans community, uh, racial representations, like over-the-top racial representations. Um, but the one I want to bring up just real quickly is from the get-go. For one, the character creation screen, kind of lackluster. Oh, yeah. And also, wh- why can't I get a fucking haircut in the future? <laughs> why um, can't I no, change no, no, my- no, hold on, hold on. No, it's more than just that. This is cyberpunk, where if you don't like your fucking arm, you just chop that bitch exactly. off and you put on a new one, okay? Where you can just change your face to be anything. You can't change your character once you've created it. It's no. so weird um it but is. i really don't like i remember years ago when they were talking about it there were gonna be a bunch of sliders everything was gonna be a slider i'm like okay that's that's the way to do it but then you start the game off it's just a gender binary you are a male or are you female in the game um you have one of two dick options yay cool but no vagina options um no. and with no vagina options weirdly enough well, not weirdly enough, women in the game are over-sexualized. Have you noticed how every woman in this game walk, um, walks? I No, I can't say I have, actually, because I've interacted with, like, two of them. Every woman has really over-the-top, like, swing of their hips. And it's like, okay, I understand that the cyberpunk world you're going for is very sexualized, to the point of it being, coming from me, immature. There are just dildos everywhere um which is fine but like in the game you try to push it as like hey like people's sexuality is, is are a lot free with their sexuality more a lot more accepting uh, a lot more adventurous but then you go in there and it's still very like boxed in and it's like you can be part of these certain groups it just well, it plus I, an issue real quickly with pronouns in the game as well oh. they had never no point do they let you pick your pronouns that they were meant to um, oh, wow. Yeah, sure. if you pick if you pick uh, like a male or more masculine sounding voice, you are he him. If you pick a more feminine sounding voice, you are she her. That's it. There is no point to change that. I'm like, that's how long is it going to take you to record a few extra lines here? That is lazy as shit for a game again that is promoting cyberpunk as a kind of uh, social movement. Be yourself. Which is about being yourself. Like, be whoever you want to be. Be, yeah, be yourself. And the game was like, nope. Nope. We're putting you in the same box as every other game's ever done. And it just feels <sighs> a bit weak. Can, bit I, can I bring up a, uh, a story that was shared with me about the LGBTQT yes. stuff? Um, sorry, this story was relayed to me from one of my friends. She has put plenty of time into the game. And she's been playing her female V as a lesbian and um there is a side quest involving police officer called i think rivers or river um where basically you go and you help solve a kidnapping it's the lead singer from weezer (laughs) and um a little bit later on down the line he gives you a phone call and is like hey do you want to come to dinner with the family whose kid you helped save and you can either say hell yeah or no she accepted because she wanted to see I guess sort of the the 
the people that she helped out. She was like, oh, this would be cool. Like, this would be really cool to see how that kid's doing and see the family and stuff like that. The game then starts to railroad you into romancing this police officer. And he's sort of like, oh, yeah, this will be a cute date and you can get hurt. No, this isn't a date. And then a little bit later on during that sort of little mission, he will then start to talk to you about previous partners. And you have no choice in this, but three different texts to choose from, all of which are about ex-boyfriends. Just boyfriends. And there's no way to progress past this point in the conversation without selecting all three of your boyfriends. So there's no... Wait, so, oh, so, you, so you have to select all three of the dialogue options in order to yes. progress. That's even yes. that's even creepier. Yeah. Like, yeah. I you understand that they're trying to make... They're obviously making that this, this cop needs to just back the fuck off and he's not, which happens. Um, but to not have, like, a... Yeah, a different gender. Or even a, I've never had a partner before. Yeah. Like, and... I, I think I think the biggest problem for my friend was that she was playing her V as a just complete lesbian, absolute complete lesbian, and was you know in very much enjoying I guess that sort of representation that she could enforce on herself, and then all of a sudden she's railroaded into this dialogue where that is no longer valid or true, and none of none of the relationships that she's had with any of the NPCs are valid or important at all. And it's all just about men. One of the that's such a huge problem. I I, I, I think one of the issues we brought up before, like there was a whole there was a controversy that really um, centered around a piece of uh, advertising in the game. One of the yeah, there there's a lot of advertising in this game, but it's the same five to ten posters everywhere. It it seems a bit strange. A lot of copy paste, Um, but there's one where it has. Um, a, a trans woman on an ad and says, like, mix it up. Um, and that drew a lot of ire. And City Project Red and a lot of the, its defenders came out and said, well, no, they're trying to point out that the, the trans community in the future is overly sexualized and exploited because of it. Okay. Fair, fair enough. But if you're going to show them a game and make a commentary about that, you need to show the implications of it. You need to show trans people in, in this futuristic world who are like, yeah, no, that's fucked. Like, People see as, as as objects here, and it's wrong. But yeah. they never do that. So you know what CD Projekt Red in to me at least in trying to be like, oh, see, corporations are bad for how they're using people. Are just being a corporation using people because yes. they've used these different minority groups of like with uh, different genders, different sexualities, and different racial groups as as purely a set dressing a lot of the time. Like, oh. Here are the, the Japanese characters. They're the bad guys. We're going to just treat them like invaders, and they're just going to talk about honor from the get-go. There's nothing else. They, they stay in this corner. That's where we're going to keep them in the map. Um, there's a Haitian gang. We're just going to keep them here. It seems... So the cyberpunk game was created in the late 80s, and this feels like a very late 80s interpretation of the future because it still has the old hang-ups and closed-mindedness off the time. Even a lot of stuff that back then may have seemed quite open-minded. It's 2020 now. We know that, hey, it probably wasn't the best. It, I wish it felt more like a 2020 version of the future where people bit, still a long way to go, but a bit more accepting and be like, we treat others. We try to treat others at least 
rather with more than one dimension. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a queer person, there's a queer person. Like, no, there's there's depth to that. There's yes. there's an Asian person, they're an Asian person. No, there's there's there like like what? It feels weird, but I I think in yeah. in an effort to I guess sort of not really to defend what CDPR were doing with the the um police officer thing, but where I think the logic was going was I think if you accept this quest to go visit the family it's encouraging you to romance him and so it's trying to say okay well look if you're interested in romancing him that's the only reason you'd accept this quest is because you're interested in romancing him therefore your character has been with male partners in, it's in like, the past it's like but a um it's I, like a I family member like who's like, like who's like gently disapproving of somebody in the family being gay it's like oh no i, I know you said you're gay but you haven't met my lovely daughter yet <laughs> That's what the game feels like. Yeah. Um, like and also, oh, just, sorry, just before we move, yet. just it's before like, we move mm. into the whole buggy section of the game, cover out one point that annoys me. Okay, what are the what are the um sort of uh, mercenaries in the game called fixers? Fixers, right? So you get a call from them, badass fixer in a new part of town. They call you up and they say, "If you come into my at end of town, I'm gonna fucking rip your wiring out and gut you on the street." Okay, I'm badass. I have an arm behind me. Don't come near me. And the next message you get from them is like, "Oh, also, my auntie just gave me a car. Do you want to buy it?" <laughs> I am sick of mercenaries and and people in this game trying to sell me f- shitty vehicles. It's so annoying and they're so expensive. That is my last complaint. Until uh, I guess I more complaints. We'll get to this part quickly. The buggy, the buggies. The game's known for its bugs, isn't it? It wasn't the best launch. Despite three delays, the game launched as a bit of a shit show, um, especially on console. We've had frame rate crashes, textures not loading, floating away characters. You fall through the map. Blah blah blah. Keelan, have you had a game-breaking bug yet? Game breaking, no. Immersion breaking, maybe. What so there's a section um, towards the end when you're um, escaping in the automated vehicle along with Jackie after he's been shot. And things are real tense. And you've got your dude there, like my guy with his voice. He's like, Jackie, Jackie, you can't die, Jackie. You got to see Mr. J-. Oh, this you know, guy. Like, he's, oh, fuck. His voice is so annoying. But anyway, back to the point. You're speeding along there. You you really want to get to a ripper dock. You want to save this guy's life. So we go through there, and this automated car just plows through a pedestrian, just fucking <laughs> annihilates this dude. And Hell you hear yeah. him go like, oh, like he's just he, he gets hit. But he doesn't just get plowed through. He teleports through the car. Ends up between me and Jackie for like a second. Dude, that's the Matrix Reloaded. That's what Ghost does. That's cool. That meant to happen. (laughs) Ghost from the Matrix Reloaded (laughs) is inside Punk 2077. Confirmed. Was he a white guy with dreads? Uh, I cannot confirm. He was there too quickly. But you see what I mean by immersion breaking. You're kind of like you're in this intense emotional moment. And then this dude just teleports through your car, you know, and then he's a corpse on the other side of the car (laughs) a second later. (laughs) What about you, Sai? A bit silly. Um, I had a game crash immediately, uh, basically. Um, So I finished character creator. But in my naivety, I did not go and check my graphics settings for the game before loading into the game because you know most games 
will read your specs and go, hey, here's what we recommend. We've set you to the recommended settings. And it popped up saying recommended settings. It was like, cool. I assume that that's what they've done. I couldn't be bothered. I wanted to just get into the game. I didn't want to look through all the options first. So finish character creator, load into the game, and of course it's running at ultra RTX. Alvia, the game believes in you, okay? And so I'm like, what the fuck? And it's running at less than a frame a second. It's like a frame every 15 seconds. And I'm like, no, 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 this can't be happening. Like my, my graphics card is screaming. So I go, okay, options, change the graphic settings. Okay, back to game, crashed. So, great, 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 great job. Thanks. That's so fucking shit. And then I opened up the game again and all of my character created stuff had gone. So I had to create my character all over again, which also fucking sucked and then since then i've had um nothing nothing game breaking but i have had some pretty fucking dumb shit happen um during the the opening mission where you save the girl and you're driving back well jackie's driving you back to your apartment one of those vans rolls up next to you the texture didn't load for that so it was just this massive gray blob it'll happen (laughs) the future liquid cars I didn't realise that fucking Tesla van thing was making it into the game, but cool. Look, let's not talk shit about that. I, I like the Tesla truck. I think it's cool. <laughs> um, it reminds me of playing um, Red Faction. And then when um, uh, I was wearing a particular hat, which I then went and looked at my character in the mirror, and the hat bugged, and so I was bald. Like, entirely fucking... Yeah, my character has long blue hair. And so all of a sudden he just had no fucking hair, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's gonna have yeah. to same with me. Is it the baseball cap that you wear? Yes. Yeah. Same. Uh, no um, hair with the baseball cap. Look, as somebody who loses a lot of hair due to stress, I can tell you sometimes you take a hat off and there's a lot of hair in there. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it can happen to the um, best of us. I remember after my first, um, I do have a sorry. I'll get to my game breaker quickly. There was one area I cleared it out, and there was a, a gun underneath, like a, a kind of a tent. So I need to duck underneath it to get it because the uh, enemy's corpse is just sort of just a flop there. And I went to get it, and as soon as I pick up this gun, my character, for a first person for some reason, would T pose, and I'll get locked into the um, the actual asset off the tent. I couldn't move anywhere. I was trying everything. I went to, if I went to camera mode, the camera would just start spinning out of control. Couldn't do anything. Uh, I tried resetting like four or five times. Which makes me really like the Xbox um, Series X's speed because I can reset the game real quick. So, eh, yeah, that's fair. That's a good way to show up the system. Um, yeah. I just had to give up on the gun and it really pissed me off. I was playing it early today and I just became locked in combat no, no matter where I went. So, everyone would run away from me or just start shooting me. And I also oh. did the first two missions completely naked. I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh, titties. That's nice. No wonder everyone was kind of shocked when I was walking around. It wasn't a gun. <laughs> Where um, are you keeping that gun? <laughs> well, um, so I, apparently my character is, is naked a lot. Um, I'm also finding just more just general bugs. The more I play it, the worse the enemy AI is getting. It's at the point where they will just run up to me and stop. I just stand there. And then I shoot them. And like I said earlier, they are bought sponges I'll use. I'm just shotgunning them in their head. Four or five times, and they're not going down, um, which is a little bit annoying. 
But yeah, they just yeah. stop. They just run to me, stop. And it's odd. It's yeah, not not great. Um, I I also had there was one one section. I'm wait. I was waiting outside to like the first bar where you meet Evelyn, and um, I I sort of like was walking around waiting, like just sort of killing time, just sort of exploring the local area a little bit. And there was this one particular part where like there would be some stairs that would go up to another overpass, and. I was just standing there and I was watching these NPCs one at a time would walk over to this one particular spot, T-pose for about 15 seconds and then walk away. And then another character, another NPC would walk to the exact same spot, T-pose for 15 seconds and then walk away. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? I saw a uh, part of it, a, a glitch compilation. There was somebody walking into a room, every character in the room T-posed and they float through the ceiling and looked like something from the last episode of Evangelion. I fucking loved it. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> it was so I showed good. Jesse, I showed Jesse a screenshot of this as well. I uh, just like to walk around and just see what happens with the people who are walking around. Some dude walks up to a food stall on a concourse <laughs> and he's got a full robot head, proper like replacement head it's a full robot head going straight into his like body the dude buys a thing of hot chips and just starts <laughs> slowly putting them into his non-existent robot mouth it's just it's just a blank slate there's no hole he's After just stuffing it against that, the fucking surface it's amazing <laughs> the funniest thing to do in this game is go find somebody eating because they are struggling. I've got a video of a woman with a burger the size of her torso. She's holding it in one hand. There's one perfect bite taken out, but the bite is bigger than her head. And she, like, <laughs> kind of, like, puts it up to her face and moves it around a little bit. Doesn't take a bite. Puts her hand down. But then we'll wave to other characters with this burger in her hand. <laughs> and then just keep standing there, <laughs> stare at the wall for a little bit. She is cooked. I've also had some some fun ones Ketamine, with, uh, I reckon. with my car. Um, I got my car to come to me, and because the pathfinding for the car is the weirdest thing. I was standing in an open car park, all right? There was one section which had a bit of a wall, and that is where my car goes, yep, that's where I'm going to go, and drove. I fucking watched it just drive straight into this solid wall. And then another two cars spawned on top of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Perfect. Managed to get into my car. And then both of the other cars on top bounced off of it, damaging my car further. And I'm like, I it's have been two seconds. had multiple times where I've parked a car. I've kind of gone through a tunnel or parked my car near a tunnel. And the tunnel acted as sort of like, um, you know, in like TV shows and movies, um, you'll see they'll put like a message in like a little capsule and they put inside of a tube. and like a vacuum tube and it sucks it up. Oh, yeah. That's what these tunnels are doing to my car sometimes. Because I put my car near, it's like, thunk. I don't know where it's gone. I call it back and it's fine, but I'm not, I'm not happy with it. Now, that's on the PC and that is on the Series X. I did try to fire this up on the PS4 because I'd heard such bad things. So before I tell you about that incident, um, when CD Projekt Red president and joint CEO Adam Kaczynski uh, was asked about how it was running... Um, how, how the game was running on last-gen hardware. When he was questioned on it, he said, of course the performance is a bit lower on, on uh, the last systems, but surprisingly good. I would say for such a huge world, so it's a bit lower, but very good. That's the answer. I played the game for about three minutes, and then I thought everything. I thought I was, I was going to die. It is <laughs> horrendous. I've had to kind of base a lot of my judgment, because I simply could not play the game on PS4. 
I've based a lot of judgment of what um, some reviews I've seen online um, and just some people's uh, anecdotal evidence, I guess. So, hey, if you're playing on last-gen hardware and it's working fine for you, more power to you. Um, you're definitely one of the lucky ones because they knew full well this game was fucked for last-gen and said, let's sell it anyway. Um, now, four days after release, CD Projekt Red issued a statement addressing the broken state it shipped the game and saying, we apologize to you for not showing the game on, la- on base last in consoles before it premiered and in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. So they knew this wasn't going to be good and they still decided to keep their mouth shut. So much so that they didn't allow reviewers to review the last gen copies. When uh, some outlets got early review copies, yeah, thanks CD Projekt Red, send us one. No, don't. Um, I don't want to have to review this game. I'll have to crunch it. Don't do that. Um, they were sent PC codes, which is a bit strange. And they were also told, hey, you are only to use the footage we give you, none of your own footage. When um, some outlets like Kotaku approached CD Projekt Red and said, hey, can we have a copy for the uh, last-gen consoles and just consoles as a whole, they were flat-out knocked back. So this, when CDPR put out one of the little yellow background apologies, they all read kind of hollow because they knew full well what they were doing here. And it, it, it sucks. Because you can listen to one of our early episodes this year, and we were really happy with what this company was doing. It seemed good. I think a lot of people have kind of been duped by them. Because a lot of what they, they were saying, at least, was antithetical to some of the questionable business practices we've seen from like EA and Ubisoft and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh... This is a good company. This is what we hope is a good company. No. Um, this sort of came to a head last week. Well, not a head. I still don't think it's actually come to a head yet. But it went up a level last week when CD Projekt Red told unsatisfied purchasers to refund their copy of Cyberpunk 2077 through either the digital um, store that they bought it from, so like PSN, or their physical store that they purchased from, which wasn't their call to make. Sony obviously got a lot of people saying, hey, give us our money back. And they're like, well, we didn't say we were doing this. So they've decided to honor the returns up until the 21st. I don't think you can actually return that as simply as you were able to before um, anymore. Um, but they also took the game off its digital storefront, which is just unprecedented. Um, and at this point also, Microsoft is posting a warning about performance issues on the uh, Microsoft store before you purchase the game. How do you guys feel about the whole last-gen fuckery. I initially, when when I heard Sony has delisted the game, I thought that was an overreaction to not a lot of problems. Like, I thought I thought that was just people kicking up enough of a stink that Sony were like, oh, we've got the to save bad, some we'll kind take of it face. Down, yeah. yeah, we'll take it down, I guess. Jeez. Um, I did not realise the weight of the situation initially, and then when I found that out, I'm like, yeah, okay, Sony did the right thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. If, if you're going to sit there and sell a broken product, knowingly sell a broken product, and then go, oh, it's fine, you can just, you know, get it back from the, get your money back from the people that sold it to you. No, that's a really shitty thing to do. I think for consumers, Sony's done the right thing. But let's face it, Sony did it because CD Projekt Red came for their money, came for their wallet. Yeah. And nobody, nobody oh, yeah. fucks with Sony's money. You never fuck with the money. Uh, I um, didn't expect Sony to clap back this hard. No. I, I don't care about the Sony thing. I honestly couldn't give a shit what retailers say. There's like that's a symptom of the root cause of the problem here. 
the root cause is that this game wasn't finished. Yeah. Yes. For whatever reason, they Ooh. did not finish making this game. That and not just for the not just for not just for the consoles, the last gen consoles, but for every platform. They did not the finish game this game. Yes. Yeah. Like when people say that like, you know, high end PCs are obviously the watermark for this game, it's still not doing brilliantly there. And uh, even if you are running it on a high end PC that can, you know, send 18 rockets to the moon simultaneously and you know barely struggle that isn't the problem the problem is the game itself that doesn't fix the inherent exactly. ai yeah. problems it doesn't the, your the machine can do a lot of heavy lifting to your presence exactly yeah. and then it's yeah and then forget about you as soon as you walk around a corner it's not finished <laughs> like no. when kill says it's not finished there's also stuff that was rushed so i've seen a lot of people saying hey look at this weird bug when um when you know, there's a car on the road, traffic will just bank up. What a strange bug. Or when I'm walking around and there's people behind me, I turn around, they disappear. What a strange bug. They're not bugs. They are shortcuts taken in the game. The traffic AI is deplorable. Like, we had cars that could turn go around other cars were in, like, Vice City. This isn't rocket science, but it just isn't there. What happens is you turn around, the cars disappear. That's programmed in. Same with um, pedestrians. If there's a bunch of them and you turn around and you turn around again, a lot of them will be gone. That is programmed in. That's not a bug. It's just That's- a case of having to cut corners due to what we're about to get into of why did this happen? I think That's, it uh- comes down to mismanagement. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a um, that's actually a development technique known as back face culling, where once you're generally speaking, once your character is faced a particular way and is past a certain threshold, anything past that threshold will Can no go. longer be loaded. Yeah. It will disappear. They will it will unload it in the game. But clearly, the way that they've gone about it is cool. As soon as you turn your back, it is available to be unloaded if the memory has to be used. So, I think because. The, the other problem is that it doesn't do backface culling for a lot of buildings, I think it is. I think it's quite a few buildings you can see at any point in time. When people have glitched out of the map, they've been able to see p- specific landmarks the whole oh, okay. time. That, make, that makes a lot of the footage I've seen make so, sense. Because that eats up so many resources, they've yeah. had to go, shit, where can we cut it elsewhere? Ah, oh, fuck, you know what? Pedestrians don't matter. We'll just make them disappear. Super noticeable. Super noticeable. Like... Yeah, you can't unsee it. Now, the whole game's had some well-publicized uh, issues regarding crunch. So crunch is basically when the bosses say, hey, you know how we didn't do time management very well or resource management very well? Hey, you, the workers and developers, you can be punished for that. So despite about a year ago coming out and saying, hey, we won't be entering any sort of period of crunch, um, in September, October, I think it was, an email got leaked from um, CD Projekt Red to its uh, developers saying, hey, create news, guys, six-day six day work weeks. Enjoy. So do you think this is all boils down to mismanagement? Yes, absolutely. I, I don't think there's any two ways about this. When it comes to a game failing in such a spectacular fashion, whether it be Anthem, whether it be Fallout 76, whether it be Cyberpunk, it is always down to the fact that management did not allocate nor actually take into account their deadlines properly. They didn't allocate their resources. They didn't go, okay, what's the impact of this? What's If we want to add a new feature into the game, 
what is the impact? What is the human impact? Are we going to have to d- drag artists from one part of the team to another? Are we going to need I, to drag developers? From I really want to ask. Uh, I want to ask bigger questions because why was the internal deadline for Cyberpunk initially twenty nineteen? Blows my mind. Was, Blows why my was mind. it? Why was it then put back to April? Like, what is what is causing those deadlines to be set? Who's doing that? Is it the management or is it the shareholders? That's the shareholders. Fan pressure. What <laughs> I is think it? it's both. Like so, I, I think a lot of people, like I've seen a lot of memes like, oh, the fans were saying no more delays, no more delays. Well, this is what you get. No, that's not how that works. That's never. That's not how to work with any game. Fans games don't, don't, get, don't get released because all oh, the fans want it now. Because if that was the case, <laughs> no. I'd be playing GTA 6 and Jack and Daxter 4. But that doesn't yeah. happen. So it is no, in no way is it the, the fan too. base's fault. Um, it's not developers' fault. They've tried as hard as they can. And like we've said, I know we'll probably focus on the bad side. This game has some really redeeming features, some really cool shit in it. And it's a shame that such talented developers are going to have this sort of stain on their name now because this doesn't go away. Dude, if they had given this game Till one April. more year, one more year, yep. and then they had not released it on last-gen consoles... It would have been something completely different. And uh, a lot of people superior. also, like, I agree it shouldn't have come out for uh, last-gen uh, consoles, but the issue was they said it would. It's not a yeah. case of, oh, you know, it's the old console's fault that they can't run it. It's like, no, they said from day one it would be coming these consoles. They could have changed their mind. If they said two years yep. ago and said, hey, guys, these new consoles are coming out, we're just going to be uh, next-gen exclusive, people would have been pissed for a month, and it would would you know have a very different episode right now i think yes <laughs> but they've had to run the gamut from high-end pc to a base ps4 there's a lot there's a gulf there and they've yes. tried to account for everything and it just it hasn't worked plus we've seen over the years and i think it's been it's been buried in the hype for this game because this game is a hype engine that i i haven't really seen in many games before just like the constant night city wires coming out the constant trailers new footage blah 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 um, plus a very, very loyal and dedicated fan base, which is still defending the game in a very strange way at times. Um, but they kept stripping stuff back. So we were to have, in that flathead robot that you get, you've seen in the trailers mm. uh, probably, and you, if you've played um, through it enough, you will I, see. I just picked it up. You were meant to control that. To pick it up. You meant to be able to control that. And it's really um, noticeable. There's a, there's a mission where it's very clear that you were meant to control that robot going through these different rooms, sneaking past enemies, but they they had to scrap it. So instead, you control the camera and you basically turn the camera, point to where it goes and wait for like 10 seconds for it to get there. Then go to the next Shit. room. It's like, just take it out. Yeah. There are so many artifacts of missions that should have been more or, or features that should have been more, but they were scrapped. This game's Can been having we- issues for a long time. And, uh, yeah, I'm... Um, Sorry, Sam, go on. I was just going to say, can I also point out the fact that um, the Twitter account for Cyberpunk has updated itself? Because it was initially a, like, I think it was a futuristic RPG adventure and is now changed to an open world action adventure game. In a few weeks, it's going to change to a That's game? Question mark. Because um, the problem is, is that. Be- so I'm going to. 
I'm going to sort of lay into this a little bit and feel free to cut me off and I probably don't step my mark a bit too much. But this this comes down to upper management and shareholders. And that's the that's the bottom line because they've been sat on this game. They've been trying to work on this game for a while and it was, gain, it was gaining bits of hype, bits of hype, bits of hype. But hype fucking sells and they know this. And that's why they're like, all right, cool. We need to get it out. We can't be any later than Christmas this year. We've got to hit that fucking Christmas deadline. And so the first two delays were acceptable. Then the last one was like, all right, pushing it a bit. But you know what? It's in time for Christmas. That will fucking do. Get this game out no matter the fucking cost. It doesn't matter. And then the shareholders are going to sit there and be like, oh, well, we didn't know it was going to be so... Terrible. I I agree. Absolutely fucking did, which is why you pushed for the game to come out. Because you lost me there. No, I, I lost stand there. That's not their job. this because the shareholders know full well what the company gets up to. That's literally part of their job. No, it's not. Is that, yeah, because they're supposed to be in, they're supposed to be helping the company make decisions on where to put their finances yeah. and their resources. And then they have to entrust the upper management to make those decisions. So that's Absolutely. why the shareholders have turned around. I'll get to, actually, I'll maybe just jump into this now. Um, the whole fuckery of this launch has cost the studio stock $1.8 billion worth of stock. Um, so it's dropped at 41%. Uh, as reported by the New York Times, one Warsaw-based law firm and CD Projekt investor has announced it's analyzing grounds for legal action on the basis of misrepresentation in order to obtain financial benefits. A second New York-based law firm has also announced an investigation of the cyberpunk developer, Wolf Hailston, Adler Freeman and Hertz, God, law firms have great names, LLP, <laughs> said on Friday it was looking into potential securities um, claims on behalf of shareholders of CD Projekt, quote, resulting from allegations that CD Projekt may have issued materially misleading information to their shareholders and investing public. So CD Projekt Red's management has said, hey, shareholders, you don't know anything about game development. That's not your job. You tell us what to do. We're going to feed you some bullshit and get your money for this. And then feed it down. The shareholders, then- it's really easy, I think, to be like, they are rich. Therefore, they are bad. I think in this case, they've been misled as well. I don't feel as sorry for them as I do as no, I, some I dudes spend 100 bucks. But it doesn't mean that they're wrong. It doesn't make them the bad guys here. I know, but also I think it does because they would have been putting the pressure on to put the game out. 100%. And they would have been told that, yeah, it's coming deadline. out. Yeah. And they would have gone, cool. Is it going to be what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, it'll be what, what cool. they're saying. But the thing is, they're putting the pressure on unfairly. They shouldn't have been. Because the problem is, when it comes to rushing a game out, is that there's always these artificial deadlines. If the game had come out in six months' time, or next year, or what have you, people would be a little bit angry if- at that point in time. But then it goes down in history as one of the greatest games ever made. That's absolutely worth your fucking time investment. 100%. And there is no two ways about it. If the fact of the matter is you want to make your quick buck now because you think, oh, fuck it, it will sell well enough... Cool. You go ahead and sell your, make your fucking quick buck. I don't. I, I don't agree it's with the that. Get at all. richer, quicker scheme. I don't agree with that. At all. I don't think. I think yeah, they're, they're trying to get richer, and okay, that sucks. Whatever. That's a completely different argument. But if you tell me that you're going to have something done by Friday, okay, for example, and you give me every single um, bit of evidence proving that you'll do it on Friday, even including some lives, okay. That I can't, I have to trust you because you're a business, you know. I I completely trust what you're saying here, and then it comes to Friday and I say, yeah, release it. Am I the bad guy? No, it's you, because you've you've yeah. you've given you've been entrusted with a job, you've given false information to do it, um, and that you'll deliver, and I have to go on what you're saying because I have other things to do. <laughs> yeah, like roll around in your piles of cash. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> hey, 
Do I eat, eat the fucking Scrooge fruit? McDuckin. But I think in this case, they're not wrong. Look, I no, because the thing is, they they it's the shareholders that are sat there going, I want it done by Friday. It needs to be done by Friday. No, no, it's CD Projekt Red saying it can be done by Friday. Yeah, but in what way? It, it can be done by Friday. See, now I think or it's split hairs here. I think that, that's what's coming I, up. It can be finished by this time because we have these resources. We look after all this. Shareholders don't micromanage. They have other interests as well. They have other shares they've got. They've got other businesses they're running and stuff like that. They turn around CD Projekt Red. When are they going to be ready by? This date? Cool. Get it done. So I don't know, you should probably buy some stocks in CDPR because I can guarantee that in two years after all the patching is done I, and they release a I don't bomb think ass they, TLC, it's going to skyrocket again. I don't think they're going to survive this, to be honest. I um, think they are. I well, moving on, just real quickly. According to a law firm specialised in video games, sick job. CD Projekt oh, um, could be accused of employment of, quote, manipulative and deceptive practices, which is not good. But, I agree hey, with that. despite all this fuckery, and despite all the returns, the, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 sold 13 million copies. Yes, because it was always going to do that. Um, but that's where, that's where my distrust of the stockholders going, oh, woe is us, comes from. Because they knew it was going to be copy sold doesn't um, equate to stock um, stock prices. They're two different no, things. No, I know stocks have fallen forty seven percent. Thirteen million copies isn't going to get that back up. No, I I agree with that. But the point is, they've got out a, a successful product. But they would have. They've also lost money. Yeah, but again, CD Projekt made made money, but it doesn't mean all the shareholders did. But again, give it two years and they'll be making that maybe. Money out of maybe. Anyway, last few questions. Real quick, step away from the legal minefield that, let's face it, we know fuck all about. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. <laughs> when the game was first announced, and even throughout the year, um, we've seen this game advertised in a number of ways. And I think Keelan and I are going to have a very different answer here to this one. Is it the game you expected? Now, this is not in term- terms of bugs and all that, but in the game itself, the moment-to-moment gameplay, the- what the game is at its core... Did you expect it to be more Fallout? Did you expect it to be more GTA? Did you expect it to be more Witcher? Is, is it what you feel like you were sold? Keelan. It's exactly what I wanted. It's The Witcher 3, but first person with guns set in a cyberpunk setting in a big-ass city. That's very vertical. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's exactly what I expected it to be. I never watched Night City Wise because it's garbage marketing, as is everything else. I just looked at the game i saw the e3 trailer i thought that looks like a nice goal it'd be good if the game hit that not expecting it to i know what the combat for cd Projekt red games are like it's janky as fuck and i'm expecting this whole game to be janky as fuck it hit every single mark that i thought it would be including the negative ones the negative ones so i'm really happy with what it is and i take it for what it is and i'm enjoying it and i'm really tired of a discussion around it because people want to see it as something that it is not because of the marketing which i think is a fair good yeah. point though simon yeah, it's, ha- it's, stu- it's stupid yes simon how do you feel marketing is to, to be clear <laughs> no i, I see keelan just called me stupid i said this is going <laughs> god damn uh, it, it both is and it isn't what i expected you have um, been on the fence the, with everything except for, the, st- know, except for right? the goddamn stakeholders. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, in, in this case, 
a lot of people are buying into the hype and I find it very hard to do so, especially with a game like this because it was promising so much. And I'm like, eh, I don't think it'll do all that shit, but hey, it will hopefully be a fun game. Is it a fun game? Am I enjoying it? Yes, I am. Is it quite what I expected? Not really. I was hoping for some more RPG elements. I was hoping for some more, uh, I guess, character-based decisions and implications and some slightly smarter dialogue. But overall, I'm not disappointed by what I've bought. Smarter dialogue. What about when Johnny Silverhand turned around and was like, did you come here to get off or get off? That's great dialogue. That's... Thanks, Keanu. No, but I, actually, I mean sorry, I take that back. Like v, We're not blaming Keanu for any of this. You're the same. I mean V's responses. V's responses are a bit I think in a lot of cases. For me, I, I kind of got onto the um, hype bandwagon a bit more purely for writing for storymodegaming.com. So I was reporting on the Night City Wild and stuff like that. So I probably bought into it a little bit more. And I feel like their marketing tack changed when they knew, hey, this isn't going to go great. So what they did is they kind of started leaning away from the whole like Fallout RPG elements. And they started to be like, hey, this is futuristic GTA. Let's get on board with that. And I think the marketing really became that. Um, and that was a lot, became a lot of people's expectations, uh, which yes. is fair enough because, I mean, you take in the marketing and you, you're told you're going to get one thing and you expect to get that thing. So I think if you're looking at it as a GTA clone, it's, it's not that at all. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like it's missing a lot of those core RPG elements to be comparable to to a full or anything like that. It seems to be awkwardly trying... It, it's trying to be multiple things at once. Whereas I wanted the game to actually have its, its own identity. I wanted, you know, years from now to be like, oh, this game's very cyberpunk. I just feel like yeah. cyberpunk's trying to be a lot of GTA, trying to be a lot of Fallout, and trying kind of just getting the, some of the worst parts from those games and putting them together in a... With a very, very pretty packaging on top. So, I, I'm still playing the game. And I, I probably I will keep playing it. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm enjoying it. So, it's not the healthiest way I'm playing it right now. I am just hoping that I get more moments that I really like. Because there have been some missions that really stood out for me. There have been some characters that really stand out for me. Some locations that stand out. And I'm just hoping that I start to see a few more of them. Um... And you know, just, my whole my overall experience of the game sort of goes up a notch. I just feel like I haven't been encouraged to play the game any more than I have. Like I'm I'm still in what's considered the prologue. You know, I've just basically got the flathead. Oh, don't you um, don't see the uh, opening screen until like twenty four hours in. <laughs> and Bizarre. The, the thing is, is that I don't like I, I I did that. That was literally the only thing I did today was that one mission. And afterwards, I was like, eh, I'm kind of bored of it already. But it's weird because it's some of the other little things I really enjoy. And so I maybe only played like maybe an hour today. And I just, I don't know. It, it felt like it lacked a hook to really grab me. And I feel like just going through this prologue bit is going to be a bit of a slug, like a bit of a slog for me. So and real quickly. I hope that it grabs me. I really want it to grab me. But Before we wrap up here, if someone, I'll start with you, Kevin. Someone asks you if they should get the game, how would you respond? I would ask several follow-up questions to determine what type of don't well actually this playing. would you suggest, so, would you recommend this um, game to somebody um right now no um in maybe six months time um once there's been price cuts and patches absolutely a hundred percent it's a bargain bin game 
I'm very interested to see what the patches are like, and I imagine patching this is going to push back that DLC that I was looking forward to. So I wonder if that's like, fine. Um, yeah, push that back as far quite, back as you need to. CDPR. I'm yeah. quietly hoping for a like a Destiny esque, like, hey, we're gonna go back and just fix a whole lot of shit. Like they said they were gonna do with together Anthem. better. Yeah, what they said that we're gonna do with Anthem. But the, I guess but on, on, on the flip side though, No Man's Sky just won some stuff at the Game Awards, and like. Hey. I, I don't think I, I still I think this is a much much worse case than No Man's Sky ever was, but I think Hello Games has shown hey the, these things can be fixed. I have a controversial opinion about No Man's Sky, but I'll save that for another day. Swear to God, you talk shit about the game. I'll come to Perth. Man. No, no, no. Actually, I I was going to say if it wasn't for the fact that Sony had to shove their face in and push money at it. It would have come out. It would have been a pretty fun little game. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not controversial. Game. That's 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 accepted fact. Yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> I'm I'm pinning the blame entirely on Sony for that. And, like, the, and, and the shareholders. We oh, love Sony. the shareholders on the show. <laughs> we need shareholders. Anyone <laughs> wants to sponsor us? Um, Simon. Patreon. Somebody comes up to you and they say, oh, "Wait, should I get the game?" That wasn't meant I, to be my Gareth impersonation, Gareth and fan critical, well, but it is now. I was I was about to say I actually answered the question from Gans. Hello, Simon. Uh, Should I buy this game? That's Simon. That's that's, that's Gans. It doesn't sound like that at all. Well, to, but, I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, you're, you're not allowed to. Um, anyway, I answered the question from him yesterday, and I said, right now, no, and not on PS4. <laughs> no. If you can get it on a next-gen console in maybe six months' time, then absolutely. But right now, no. Fair enough. Uh, my answer is a hard no. No. I, I, could, I cannot suggest this game to anyone. What what it could be in, you know, this time next year it would be completely different. I'm not going to make my judgment based on a, a what could be. This launch was an utter disappointment and, in my eyes, an utter failure and just on multiple levels. So my hope for them being able to recover from it is isn't really there because like well you could get the launch done right why should i have faith that you'll get these other steps right why do i think that your complete managerial structure will change between now and you know dlc all these major patches so i want to be proven wrong i hope we have a no man's sky in our hands but it's a it's a a, a sticky mess this one the real Ugh. I say, you know what, we we uh, book the date 12 months from now and we will do... Don't make me play another... this game again. Don't do that <laughs> and we will to do me. An- we'll do another review on it. All right. <laughs> well, 23rd of, of de- December 2021, Simon's going to be here. going to be talking. Probably all by myself. Yeah, because I'll be a robot <laughs> by then. I'll be the real cyberpunk, you know what I mean? The Cyber pop punk, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's going to be my next few Full memes on Twitter, isn't it? Hi. Yes. Well, if you want to listen to more of uh, our, our fuckery, we're on Spotify and iTunes, so subscribe and leave us a review. While you're there, check out all the other fan-critical podcasts. They've got uh, all sorts of reviews and, and uh, discussions on TV shows, movies, everything like that. They're also on all good podcast services. Um, of course, we have storymodegaming.com. Jump on there, keep up to date with the news. Go read about this goddamn KFC console. It's crazy. I love it. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Story Mode Oz. And if you want to throw a couple of bucks our way to get access to extra shows and access to the Discord server run by our very Simon Heavens, head on over to Patreon and uh, search for Fan Critical. 
and yeah, you know, you're able to support the show a little bit, support the whole network. Without being a shareholder, because then I would immediately hate He you. would. He's, he's so mad. <laughs> so, so mad. But with that... Capitalism sucks. Um, we'll we'll wrap this one take. up. So, Kiel's Asylum, thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you. And Jesse, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. I'll thank myself. <laughs> Good job, Fine. Jesse. I needed that. Um, <laughs> everyone listening, uh, I hope you, I, hey, look, I hope you're enjoying Cyberpunk. I hope you're finding something in the, in the game that is uh, connecting with you and you're enjoying it as much as, as possible. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the episode as well. You can catch us uh, next week. We'll be back to, you know, normal episodes next week. But in the meantime, stay safe, play some games, and just fucking love each other a bit more, you know? Peace out. Enjoy your holidays. Bye. 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 Cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Yeah. That's my cyberpunk song.